Good evening, everybody. Today is the 30th of December, 2019, the penultimate day of the year. Wow. And I'm here today in our kitchen, so excuse the, the, the echoey sound. Normally, I'm in our front room. And I've got a special guest today, my best friend, Saskia. Hello. So very briefly explaining uh, how we met each other. Years and years ago in boarding school, I was 18, 19 um Saskia is a few years younger than me it doesn't matter now it never did really to be honest um what initially immediately brought us together was our faith and um when we started playing I think it was a yeti together in, yeah. the, in our boarding group it was my last year of school and Saskia's first year and uh, we pretty much have been friends ever since and now we're also, Gav's also my hubby, he's also good friends, best friends with uh, Saskia. So we're a very happy threesome, as it were. Um, just like a little family, really, aren't we, Saskia? Yes, we are. And um, so that's the kind of background how we met. Now, um, quickly, a quick testimony, which kind of ties in with um, our title. We're going to talk about the year in review, how did 2019 go for us? But also, a quick look at 2020, what we're hoping for the year, what we're hoping to achieve, what we're hoping to work on, what we're hoping will happen, um, you know, in, in 2020, especially career-wise and our, our dreams, because dreams are really important, um, providing we know that that's their dreams that are according to God's will. So speaking of God and faith, so like I said, we're both obviously Christians, which is why we're we're such good friends. I think it always works when you have um like common values, doesn't it? So if one person wants to pray, the other person doesn't go, oh, I'm just going to go away for a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> um, but in and at the beginning of this year, I was actually a bit of a rebel. I wasn't really. I wasn't really walking with God, not the way I should, anyway. I still kind of believed in him, but I kind of doubted his love for me and therefore didn't really bother doing very much. And um, I remember this, like it was yesterday, do you remember Saskia, we sat on the train? Yeah. Uh, we went on the train to Western Supermare, where we love to go, and um, we, we were sitting on the train and Gav was reading a book. And um, he was reading the book about the Holy Spirit. And he was reading this really interesting part of the book where it was all about the Holy Spirit being interested in and helping us in the practical of life. So immediately that caught our hearts, didn't it? Yes. Because we are both into... Well, at that point, I was still into my business. Now I'm obviously into the podcast and into the into writing and obviously you know our jobs and we thought wow okay we didn't quite realize that the holy spirit was keen on helping us in the every day of our lives and giving us wisdom in the in the areas that we need wisdom in and that caught us didn't it yes especially me especially me um well, not especially, but I think I needed that little push to get back into God. And then I thought, man, what if I read this book myself? So we got to Western, and because it was an extremely kind of um, quiet time in the hotel, we spent our evenings reading the book, or starting the book anyway, in the bar, where normally, you know, you can't really read a Christian book because it's busy with people, you know, having a few drinks and chatting, which is totally fine. But because we were pretty much the only ones in the bar, to, weren't we? So we had a drink and then we, I read the book to us and we continued reading it when we got home as well. And what did, and what did that do for you, Saskia, at that point? Um, yeah, that reading the book together was uh, really powerful and really encouraging, and just uh, straight up a new like uh, faith boost for me too. Yeah, just desire to know the Holy Spirit who's yeah. actually in us, and and that was really a big thing for me because I think for me it helped me hear the voice of God again a lot more. 
And I heard the voice of God quite powerfully, even on that weekend, even when we started again, because it wasn't like I had to start over. It was just a good stirring up and and, and a realization that he's already in me. And um, that was a really, really helpful um, time. And I think we were climbing in our faith ever since. There wasn't any time where I was like, kind of wanting to walk away again. And, um, you know, I've not spent time with God every day because I think sometimes life gets the better of us. But I think I'm a lot more steadfast and stable enough in my faith than I was last year. And that set the year off to a good start for me, I think. Um, and it also helped us, didn't it? When, whenever you were here, when we prayed together, yes. even on the way and the day that you had to leave back to Germany, there was always a comfort there that you were, you had, you had someone, yeah. Jesus, in you. And yes, okay, I've got a gav, but I've also got someone when I go to work and when it's kind of the whole. I'm always, I've always been the kind of sentimental person that when it went back to reality, even though I have someone to co- to be with, when it went like back to reality and back to the normal life, I was like, oh, it's like a post-holiday or post-friend being with me blues. <laughs> and it was still there, but it was it was easier because you just had the, mem- the memory that, you know what, God is with us and there are th- things to look forward to. So that's a good start to the year, wasn't it? Yes. Also, you had just started your new job about two months before that, didn't you? Yes. So yes, that was a 2018 achievement, but obviously it then kind of really got started in 2019. We were quite blessed that your employer was understanding about your long holiday with us last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, this year rather. Because <laughs> you stayed right to the 13th of January, which was the longest you ever stayed. Yeah. Can we have that again, please? Please, yes. God, come on. Yeah, I, really want to. I really enjoy it every single time. <sighs> yes, and it's always flying. And any time yeah. you think, oh, we can't get any closer than this, and we do. We do. We yeah, do. We, do. we find more things in common. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. It's awesome. So so we got, we, and then obviously I started my job while Saskia was still here in January. And I almost felt like this bittersweetness of, oh, yes, I've got a new job. Oh, no, I've got to go and have to leave my friend behind. This sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. And then one day my boss asked me to leave early because they had an important meeting in the drop-in centre and I practically skipped home and before doing that I messaged her saying please don't eat anything yet I'm eating with you I'm coming home <laughs> do you remember that day yes <laughs> memories so that was awesome so we had that that January that was a really good month um obviously we had my birthday after Saskia left sadly it's never kind of um it's always like the, the difficulty, you know, okay, New Year, but then we can't have my birthday together. So it's always a bit of a pickle, really. Um, but yeah, so January was a good month. Um, Feb- we also saw our house for the first time that we live in now at the end of January. Um, and it, it caught our hearts straight away. We wanted to move in straight away. Obviously, didn't move in till June, but I'm kind of skipping a few months now because I don't know what else there was that was a highlight. But was there any highlight for you between January and June? Oh yeah, um, in March I uh, launched a, a book that I've written, and um, yeah, I had a PR guy who said oh he would like really make sure that my book would be in the newspaper and stuff, but nothing came of it, even though I paid him. So. <gasps> I really imagined, like, uh, I really imagined my book would really take off because it has, like, an interesting title and stuff, but no one really knew about it. Mm. But at least in May, I got to speak at a, like, um, um, Nets Fest, it was called. It was, like, a little family um, festival thingy outside with lots of tents and everything about, like, digital culture and stuff. And I spoke at the main stage there on the... The tw- uh, on the like on a Sunday in in May that was wow. fun even though it was like Sunday morning and many people weren't there 
So I spoke to quite a few empty benches, but it was still fun, like being on the big stage and stuff. It was, it's the beginning, isn't it? Small yeah. seats um, end up being big things in the end. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. They want they me on like, uh, the next year as well. Yay. So yeah, in May, I found out that we could move. So that was um, also extremely good news. I'm just kind of scanning the month to see where, if there was anything else that I've kind of missed that you know have happened um but it's interesting because gav when we were praying with our friend he always got the words june june and we were like what's going to happen in june well it turned out in june it was our big moving month and just to recap we had been trying to move for a long long time and we'd always prayed for it didn't we saski we were like okay I love the locality of our flat, but it is dingy, it's damp, it's mold. It wasn't good for my hubby's health, nor for mine, I guess, though I'm a bit more resilient, but still. So finally, in May, we found out you get to move in June. Super excited. And yeah, uh, three days after my hubby's birthday, we moved. The day itself was horrendous. The next five days after were horrendous, but... Goodness me, it was so worth it. Moving is, I mean, moving is a big, no wonder that, you know, when I was doing sociology studying in in college, they said that moving is one of the biggest life events. And I wouldn't believe it. I don't know why. I guess because I never had experienced a big, big move. I only experienced moving my little, you know, possessions from one house to the other and from, from one, you know area to another than from like new country or whatever but never really experienced what it was like to move with all your furniture everything going having to pack a massive amount of things and realizing we haven't packed this yet we haven't packed that yet and you just realize how much you actually have when you move (laughs) and you start decluttering and you still end up with loads um so moving was a new thing for me and yes i know now why it's a big life event i had practically a meltdown and um, actually, during that day, it was very interesting because I think God strategically placed a song in my playlist a few days prior, a new playlist that I downloaded from Apple Music. And there was a song on there. And it said in the song, and this has really helped me through my meltdown in June, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Clinging to yesterday will just make you suffer. And I thought, oh crumbs, that's very, very poignant for me right now. So that kind of little you know, nugget of truth helped me through. Um, so that was June. Anything that happened to you for you in June? No. No. So July then, we went away. We just moved into our new house. And then like two, three weeks later, we decided to go on holiday. Um, We had booked this a year in advance, pretty much. And it was for our anniversary. I won't go into everything that happened because a lot of it happened. A lot of good things. Little small things that God surprised us with. Like our favourite entertainer being there on our anniversary night getting loads of drinks bought for us then but I think two highlights or a few highlights that I had and I just I don't know I don't know how you feel but when you are somewhere else than home sometimes you are away from a few distractions that stop you from really spending time with God if you remember in January we did that a lot in Western didn't we we walked by the seafront And just spend time with God and each other. We didn't always talk. Because I think when, you, when you're friends, silence is not awkward at all. You just We just kept praying and talking to God, Holy Spirit and it was amazing. It was. And then all this happened again in July when we went to Weston. Um, in summer, I have the habit, especially, well, actually only in Weston, um, of going to the seafront early in the morning, about seven o'clock before breakfast has even started, for a real lovely brisk walk. And I don't know, I think the sea has a special meaning to me because God always speaks to me 
you know, by the sea. Um, I think holidays have the kind of, you know, they, they, they unravel you, they relax you, and you don't have so many worries. And if you haven't got so many things in your mind, God can speak to you, I found, a lot more deeply. So um, I saw this, these, these quite poignant times with God where he spoke to me about quite a few things in my life. And he said, look, I want you to have holidays because you just completely go back and and you're with me and it's 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 no distractions but the one thing that i will will mention that was quite powerful for me and it's kind of made me think maybe that's why i'm doing my blog and this podcast um there was a day i'm sure i told you this one actually um there was a day we were sat by a breakfast and i was sharing so some of things of our life stories with my uh, with our table neighbor Gav had gone upstairs he doesn't he didn't normally go upstairs before me but he did that time so I was sharing about things like how God has changed me in the last few years from being quite a bossy person a bit self-centered very unhappy to a very happy contented I would like to think more more thoughtful person our table neighbor was a Christian as well when I suddenly felt a rub, someone rubbing my arm, I didn't know who it was, and that person had left again. And I thought, what on earth is Gav back? And then this lady crouched down next to me. Now, Gav calls me precious. But suddenly this lady next to me introduced herself to me as, hi, I'm precious. And I've just listened to all you said. And um, basically, she, she shared with me um, that her son had cerebral palsy um, and he's 16 and they didn't think he was going to make it but he made it and they didn't think that he can do much but you know he's so happy and he basically the gist of it was that he's giving her a reason to live and she's I don't know and I said I shared with her um, the story about my husband when he was a baby. I mean, I might mention this again in a separate uh, podcast where I might share a few testimonies of God as to why I'm so sure that God exists. But basically, my husband had a near-death experience as a baby. And he remembers it as it was like it was yesterday, even now, um, of some of the Lord telling him it's not his time to come to heaven yet. People still love him and need him on earth. And he remembers that very vividly, even now. And I mentioned this to her and I said, he's got cerebral palsy, but, you know, he's overcome all the odds. And I said, your son can do the same thing. We both cried and she just said, please keep sharing your stories. They will inspire many people. And then she left. And she was saying she stayed with her son, but we saw nobody with a wheelchair. We saw nobody with a, a disabled son. And I don't know, I don't know about you, if you believe in angels and if, if they exist as, as people, but I would like to think that it was either an angel or simply a person who was moved by God to, you know, stand next to me just for that one moment. But it spoke to me immensely. And just like the same morning, I'd actually asked God to show me what he wanted me to do to serve him. And I think sharing my stories and sharing my journey was one of the things that stood out for me. So I think this is where Clothing is Beauty and Strength, my new Facebook page is coming from, as well as this podcast, really. So that was quite poignant um, for me. Yeah. Anything else that you want to share between like June, July, October, like till October time, that kind well, of thing? Well, October definitely. I started um, to study for a digital media degree, like Yay. programming and technology mixed with creative work, like graphic design and video editing, music editing, all that kind of stuff. And I love it. The only two modules I don't like is uh, um, computer science theory and math. <laughs> yeah, I hate maths. <laughs> but like, um, that's, again, this is God's work, isn't it? Because it's something that you're passionate about. It's like yeah. a good mixture of things you're passionate about. Yeah. 
and it's like you know you were saying it's like the degree of your dreams and um to suddenly be able to do that that is amazing absolutely amazing and especially because it's like long distance so you get the the material as pdfs and as books uh, so you don't have to go to any classroom like physical classroom and anything you still have tutors you can email or uh, go to forums and ask questions and stuff like that so you still get help but uh You can learn on your own pace and wherever you in are. In your own time as well, yeah, which is brilliant. Yeah. And you can still work own where you learn. Love it. Um, so that's, that's again, God's done so much. Like, you know, he's showing us. He, he like, hey, look, I know what you love doing. It's like with you, with the degree, like with me, with, um, you know, what I'm doing with my work now, doing more of the, like, transcription for the YouTube channel for my work, as well as, like... Um, not transcriptions, yeah, um, subtitles for the YouTube channel. So I'm transcribing the videos word for word so that, that they can be made to subtitles and stuff, which is really awesome. Um, and just, like, discovering what I can do and, and just be developing our skills and giving us confidence and pretty much throwing us out of the comfort zone. Like, I have to call people for my work now, and I used to hate phone calls. But this, this is the way you do it to make it less scary by just facing it. And if your boss is telling you to do it and face your fears, guess what? You don't just postpone it. You just get on with it. And that is just the way it is. So that was really helpful this year, I think. And in August, we had um, our friend Julie come over and just... It's, a, it's, it's small things, guys, but having friends... We, you know, hosting friends in your house when you've previously had a flat, getting to sit in the garden with them, having a glass of wine when it when it gets dark and just chatting, um, sitting in the sunshine with them, that wouldn't have happened in the old flat, and um, just bonding with her and her, with with Julia and her new fiance, which is a completely different story, but um. So basically, let's, let, let me just briefly summarize because that's a completely different story. But it is still a highlight of the year seeing a friend that has suffered for so long, um, lost her husband two years ago, etc. etc. Really sad circumstances. Seeing her now after we prayed for her so long with someone who's so lovely, and we I'm going to get to this in a bit, but we um, attended there engagement party in November it is heartwarming and it's just like again a proof that God so answers prayer it's a real blessing in October going back to that you came last time didn't you yep and we had it was a short time but it was definitely a God time I'd like to think yes. Oop. hang on a minute and my phone has gone there we go <laughs> he's gone to sleep um it was a It was a perfect time where God's done a lot. And it was actually, there's a couple of times this year, in fact, three times this year, where God's done a very deep work in me. One of them was in August in, um, if you're a Christian, you may know the name, LL Ministries, um, in Pierpoint in Surrey, um, where I was receiving prayer for a, for one thing, and suddenly... Um, she started praying for me for a completely different thing that I hadn't even mentioned to her. And um, I had these gut-wrenching sobs, belly-shaking sobs straight from my spirit. And when she prayed over me to be filled with Holy Spirit, laughter. That is the, that's been the mark of my deliverances. That's when I knew that they are real and deep. The second one of those happened actually in October. Mm -hmm. And I was prayed for by two very powerful ministers. My hubby and my best friend Saskia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, okay. So just to prove to you guys that it comes to a certain you know, part in your... A certain... How do I say? A certain time in your Christianity where you're mature enough and you're... You know, people who love you are mature enough to just say, no, I will pray for you. And you then just expect God to move because God uses people. He doesn't use people who are like 
really, really, really sees and he uses people that are willing and open and 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 surrendering to him and loving him and loving the person that is prayed for. And I think that was one of the biggest, most massive deliverances of like of a controlling spirit of of anger. And I felt myself change in many, many ways this year. The last one was actually quite recently. Um, in fact, just 10 days ago, where I was lying in the bath, pretty much at the end of my tether. Something had happened. I don't want to go into it because there could be potential trigger- triggers that people will find uncomfortable. Um, but if people are interested, I can talk about it in a separate podcast um but 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 you know for now suffice it to say that i i was crying in the bath and i suddenly just said holy spirit help me you've got to save me from myself and i kept saying that and suddenly it was the third deliverance of the year not even prayed for just me praying for myself Again, the gut-wrenching stops and then the slow, really slow kind of moving from crying to a bit of a crying with a smile, crying with a more smile, crying with laughing at the same time, mixing it together. And then it literally was like a rainbow. I mean, it was literally from tears to laughter in stages. And it was powerful and it was deep, but it brought a deep peace that has in fact infected me or that too affected me in in so many ways that I'm a lot more calm I'm a lot happier I'm um even little things like I don't get as frustrated when things aren't happening the way I expected like busy places narrow places getting lost it's the little things the little things that can really mess the day around but God's really changed me in those ways but what did it feel like for you Saskia to be the one praying for me and feeling that kind of power of God happening that it was it was just amazing I didn't really didn't expect it but more I really could 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 sense it like all the the old nasty stuff really coming out of her like in waves and it was really powerful yeah it was wasn't it it was amazing I think this is because we're so close to each other and we are open to God. It just, everything is possible. So that was October and then November. I'm not sure a lot happened apart from, like I mentioned, the engagement party of my two friends, which was just being with them was amazing. And we did pray a lot together and bond even more. Anything that happened to you in November, December? No. Well, and this brings us to now, um, to December. There's a lot of things, and this is, I got, it's going to take, it was going to be a long podcast. Hey ho, whatever. What's new? I, when you'd, if you'd asked me last year, what's 2019, December, what's it going to look like? I would have told you enthusiastically about a Michael Bublé concert with my friend and a cruise in the Caribbean. Neither of them actually happened. And if you'd told me last year that they won't happen, I think I would have cried. Neither of them happened for different reasons. The cruise, because we just couldn't afford it in the end. And the Michael Bublé concert was because right now, the friendship with the friend who's given me the ticket, I just think we're having a break. That is what I'm going to say. It's not, you know, I've, I've, there's no hard feelings. I love her dearly. That is all I want to say. But let's just say it this way. The plan for the December was one, but the way it turned out was completely different. But sometimes it's only in hindsight that you realise it went exactly the way God planned it to happen. If I'd gone to the cruise or the concert, I wouldn't have spent time with our church home group in our Christmas party, having a loving 
atmosphere in a in a in a in a in a pub in a in in an event room of a pub just us with part like nibbles and starters and pizzas and and secret santa of gifts that it was literally like god knew exactly what we wanted and what we needed and and it was absolutely amazing um i would have missed my works party my work christmas party and i would have missed making some really good new connections some really good friends in the office who are so lovely and that now that they know me i get a good morning when i walk past and i didn't get that before and it's like not because they were not friendly or not caring but they just didn't know me too well for them i was in the forwards team which is like in their team but not quite in their team but now i've got you know friends all around me from my team and they were looking out after me and we had the best time ever um i would have missed hosting um two sets of friends one from Gav's athletic team and one uh, lady from Wiltshire with her friends who came the day after my works party when I was still extremely tired and groggy but God moved in such a powerful way and we were able to bless them and speak into their life and they prayed for us and it was it was the sweetest thing ever and I would have missed all of this and more had I gone to the cruise, had I gone to that, you know, and I think, you know what, sometimes it's not how you want it, it's how God wants it, and then when you look back, you're like, yeah, but how I wanted it would have been second best, but how God planned it really actually was the best. Did you ever have that experience? Yeah, um, I don't have a, an example right now, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Put you on the spot. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> so that was really, really powerful. And I think friendships has have been formed and increased just by that. So I'm extremely, extremely thankful. So we are at the end of the year. We just had a lovely Christmas. We spent it, just Hubby and I, in our favourite hotel ever. It was our fourth Christmas there in a row, and we actually spent it without a big group this time. And it was a real blessing the last few years to have our friends with us. But I think after everything this year that happened, um, all the, the, the things that God brought us through, all the good and the tough, we just felt it was the right thing to do to have just me and hubby for a change by ourselves. And it was exactly what we needed. There was a lot of prayer times, walking by the sea, you know, front, praying together, um, soaking in a bath while at the same time lying in God's presence, having such peace in the room that I literally did not get out of the bath for nearly an hour, which doesn't normally happen. I'm normally not that restful. Um just it was just the time we needed and yet we also made really good friends and caught up with old ones i mean it really really truly couldn't have gone any better and how was your christmas it was great i was um, spending it with my grandparents and yeah we had lots of like on the 25th we had lots of family around um like my, my auntie and other, other family members and it was really nice and uh, played lots of board games uh, against my uh, grandpa and uh, it was just such a cozy atmosphere there. Yay. I did forget something. Something really, really, really big that happened this month. Goodness, it's going to be a marathon podcast, but hey, that's what you expect from a year in, in review, I suppose. It's a year we're talking about. My, because of um, God touching me so strongly the last few months and weeks, I felt very much led to um, reconcile and um, put behind the difference with two people in my life that I had problems with. Actually step, going a step further than just saying in my heart, I forgive them. You know, so often we are told by someone that's praying for us 
you've got to forgive this person, you've got to forget forgive that person. And sometimes it's like you do it for the selfish reason, and I mean selfish not because it's a bad thing, but you do it to get yourself free. But the next step that Jesus is saying is go and reconcile with your brother. He's not just saying, say, I forgive. And even if you did, say that you forgive and you meant it. And, and, and sometimes there are layers of forgiveness where you still have to forgive again and again and again. But there has to come a time where you say, I forgive, and then actually do something that's taking a step towards that person. Just before Christmas, I chose to do that with two people in my life. One of them was my mum. The other one was a friend of Gav's. But my mum, I think, was the biggest thing, at the, really, because I haven't been in contact, in, in all honesty. And if my mum hears this, I'm hoping she hears my heart in this. I genuinely hadn't been in contact for a while. And I was holding a grudge. And I felt I was in the right to not speak to them. And I kept saying things like, it's easier to forgive from a distance. But if it's from a distance, is it truly the Christian forgiveness that, that Jesus is actually asking from us? I think the answer is no. I think true forgiveness is when you put it behind you and treat that person with the honor and love that you would give someone who'd never hurt you. You put that hurt in the past where it belongs and you walk away from it and you take a step towards that person and you begin to be a peacemaker and you suddenly find that that person is actually quite open and I was honest and I apologized for not not speaking to them for a while and the response was a forgiving one in fact my mama said love you very much at Christmas and that I don't know if she said it before, but I think after reconciling, that meant more to me than any other present that I had. To top it off, guys, if you're in the UK, you may have heard the Queen's speech. I know some people aren't very fond of the royal family, but I think sometimes God can use all sorts of people to speak to you. And I personally have nothing against the Queen, but obviously I'm not English, so let's not get to that one. But... If you know, if you've heard it, but even if you don't, the main theme of the speech was reconciliation and putting behind past differences. If that's not a confirmation, I don't know what is. And it spoke to me deeply and it made me think, I am on the right track and I'm, I'm now becoming that person that God wants me to be, that loving, forgiving, reconciling, not holding back kind of person and that's what we want to be and I hope to go into 2020 without any grudge without any dislike of any person without any fear of any person and without having any fear of anyone having anything against me and as the bible calls it as far as it depends on me to live as peaceably as possible with everyone. So that was huge for me. So, what's our plan for tomorrow? Do you ask me? Yeah. I feel like I'm talking 95% of the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> we will um, spend like lots of time like uh, praying and focusing on God for the, for the new year and... Uh, yeah, having having some little sitting there, um, like having a really good time, uh, quiet and and focusing on God and having a really good time out all together. No drink, no no alcohol, no nope. fireworks. <laughs> no, just in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, the no alcohol thing. It's it um. It's definitely on my heart. I think if I've... Well, I've got more than one vice, but one of my vices is that I do like a drink or two. And I decided that to completely... Even though we both have some wine that we love, I thought we're going to completely leave alcohol out of the whole thing and just have a time praying, um, 
I'm going to say exactly what we're going to be doing. If people aren't agreeing with me, look, we believe in speaking in tongues. We yes. do, we believe that the gift of the spirit are very much still um alive and active and powerful and that they are they they are important in the church. If you don't agree with me, that's fine because I love you anyway. If you're a Christian but you don't agree, I love you because actually I'm I'm actually sick and tired of the church being so divided about these things because the truth is that we all love Jesus and everything else can be sort of worked out really. Um but so for us we are going to be praying in the in tongues praying the year out and welcoming the new year with like praying and worshiping in tongues and also declaring God's truth from the word over the new year and and rather than focusing on restricting like resolutions we are going to be asking God what he's going to help us work on and i think that's the thing as well with like new resolution like i'm not going to drink apart from once a week or i'm going to lose weight you know what i my goal is to be healthy but also not to deprive myself and literally having one treat a week that i love that i can look forward to instead of mindlessly eating what i think i want or just because it's quick and convenient so i want to be healthy but i want to be spiritually healthy uh, most uh, mo- most importantly and so literally i think um just bearing in mind the whole person spirit soul and body and seeing what god wants to work on so lastly before we finish this massive podcast what's your hopes and dreams your biggest dreams and like what you want to achieve next year well i want to definitely um be uh, pass the math uh, maths and uh, theoretical computer science exams <laughs> you can do it you can do it you can do it and um yeah um have uh, less uh, stressful and chaotic uh, uh, job, uh, like projects at my work and um expand my blog that it someday will be a full-time job and I, do, and I don't have to program for other people but really encourage them with when I write and like help them awesome as for me um in terms of my career I really would like more hours and a permanent contract um when I say this I'm always a bit frightened of coming across ungrateful. I want people to know that 2019's given me something that I've never had before and that's a job. I love my job. I love what I do. I love the people and the organization I work for and I wouldn't change it for anything. I think the thing that I would just like to do is work more, get a bit more money. And I'm sure people are agreeing with that because I've now got the foot in the door and I can I can I can increase things, and also to have a a permanent contract rather than like a um a, a temporary contract where I can't have paid leave and um I need to sometimes you know make the decision between do I want more money or do I want to actually go and go for that holiday that I booked a year prior, and that's been hard in July especially. I never ever like I said changed this year's job because it taught me a lot. But I think next year it's time to move on. I don't know how that's going to look whether it's going to be in the same team or not or whether it's going to be a new team. We'll see. That's the career. I want to do more podcasts and uh, writing because I feel the reminder has disturbed me with that lady in July. I need to share my journey, share my stories and bring them out and you know so many times I did business pages but actually it's my faith and my story that interests people not the next product I can sell them and I think I need to just come out of my comfort zone and share a heck of a lot more of me my journey my struggles and how hopefully I will overcome them most of them some of them I have and some of them I will do still overcome 
Um, the other thing I want to achieve is I want to get back into running. Um, I want to find a few running guides and actually get back into running. Um, as far as spirituality goes, I, I don't know. I feel like 2019 has been an amazing, amazing year. Um, I think it would be amazing if I could serve people more in some way um, in the Christian community. And I don't know how that's going to look like, but maybe it is just the writing and the podcast. So um, I need to see God on that one. And like I said, physically, I want to be healthy. I want to continue with my herb, my Herbalife shakes and stuff to become even healthier because one of the long-term goals I have is to be a mummy. Um, that's my heart. I've recently received a word that that's going to happen and I want it to happen I want it to happen in God's time. I'm not going to rush anything, but I want it to happen because I think I've got a lot of love to give, a lot of wisdom to give and experience. So my heart is to have a baby or two, but that's long term. But for now, just to be healthy, get back into running, lose a bit more weight, not because I want to look better and be vain, but I think... I felt best at the time of my wedding. Um, I felt strong and healthy and fit. And I was able to run a half marathon. And I'd like to do it for that reason. Nothing vain, nothing, you know, I'm going into this new year not comparing myself to anyone, but just wanting to feel better in my own skin. And I think that's a good place to be. Is there anything else you think you want to do, like personally, spiritually? Um, well, just um, uh, spending my new, my new year next year uh, in Western with the best friends. Yay, that's happening. And just uh, growing in all areas of my life and maybe uh, have less worries and fears. And that's going to happen with God. Yeah, it's going to happen. I want to hear from you guys. If you listen to this to now, congratulations and celebrations. celebrations. And I have hope you haven't gone to sleep by now because I know I can talk for England and Germany uh, combined. Um, of course, I didn't get a word in. But, um, I did. <laughs> you did. But seriously, guys, I want to hear from you, okay? So, oh, my phone's going to sleep again. Okay, well, if the audience is not going to sleep, but then the phone is, that's fine. I'd rather have the phone asleep, not the audience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I realise that voice messages aren't the kind of thing that people like um, to do. So, you can get in touch via voice message. Of course, you can do that by Anchor. But also, if you don't have Anchor, if you're listening to me via Apple Podcast or whatever... Um, you feel free to message me. My 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 page is clothed in his beauty and strength. Um, I hope there's not too many pages that are called that. But you should recognise me because the proper picture is me by the sea. Not quite the same picture as it is here, which I might change possibly. Um, so if you want to message me on that page, um, and you can like the page as well. So I repeat the name. It's clothed in his beauty and strength with his being capitalized because obviously it's talking about Jesus. Um, you'll find some blog posts there. You'll find one live video, one poor single lonely live video. I will change that, I promise. And um, yeah, so you can message me on that. You can email me. My email address that I want to use for this podcast is Ines for Christ. That's I-N-E-S, the number four, Christ. You know how to spell that if you're a Christian. At gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. What are your plans for next year? How are you going to um, get um, go into the new year? What are your wishes and What is the prayer request that you might have? I won't share that with anybody, but I certainly will pray for you because I've seen this year just how powerful prayer really is. 
and how God answers prayers. Not always in our timing, not always in the way we want him to answer, but he does. He really, really does answer prayer. So um, either go on my page or email me at inesforchrist at gmail.com um, and like I said, do an audio message. I will possibly set up another Twitter. I'm not sure yet. But these are for now the three the three ways you can message me. And feel free to. Please feel free to. Um, and thank you. I've seen my plays have increased recently. So it's good news. It's a good um, thing. It's a good um, incentive for me to keep this, this uh, podcast going. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Saskia, for being a <laughs> patient um, uh, guest at my... I left it. Absolutely left it. <laughs> Great. And I'll be back probably in the new year. Um, and I'll think about a topic, possibly the testimonies one, because I think that's a powerful one. Uh, what's God done in my life? And if you want to hear that, let me know. Until then, have a very, very happy and blessed new year. I pray 2020. In fact, I pray for the audience right now, Lord. Yes, I agree. Lord, would 2020 be the, the year of 2020 vision? A vision of who you are, a great um, revelation, Lord, of you and who you are and how much you love people and who they are in you. Father, would you give us all a, a love for you and a hunger for more of you? And a courage and a longing for those of us who know you to share our knowledge of you with other people so that we can populate heaven and empty out hell. Because we really want heaven to be populated and hell to be deprived of people. Um, and just I pray that those who don't know you, who may have stumbled over this podcast, would you bless them? Lord? Would you touch them right now? with your Holy Spirit, show them that you are not just a God of a rules like do's and don'ts and don't do this and do that and uh, you're a God of love, you're a God of grace, you're a God who can transform the hardest hearts, you're a God who literally can transform deserts into gardens as far as our lives go and we praise you for that, we praise you for who you are, we praise you for what you've done and we praise you for what you are going to do because we can praise you in advance because your 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 word is good and your plans are good and your promises are yes and amen. And we receive those promises for us and all of us and the people listening to this podcast for the coming year. And we say thank you that you are in control, you're on the throne and we can trust you completely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one.